This is the Buffalo Blitz podcast on the built-in Buffalo network. And my name is Peter DiBiase. Guys, I'm so excited to host this brand new podcast on this amazing network. If you guys haven't heard about me before or never heard a podcast from me, I'm the host and the founder of the Talking Sports Podcast. And you can find that podcast on YouTube. And you can also find that podcast on Apple Podcasts. And that podcast is basically just your normal, typical podcast surrounding uh, the world of sports. And that covers the main world of sports. But that's the Talking Sports Podcast. And I'm excited to host this brand new podcast that we're bringing to the Built in Buffalo Network. And I just want to say a quick thank you to the guys at the Built in Buffalo Network for giving me a chance to host this podcast and talk bills because obviously on other podcasts, we kind of talk bills, but we mostly uh, talk about other sports and just the worldwide of sports, not specifically about the bills, but obviously the built in Buffalo network on Facebook, on YouTube, on all the streaming services. You can just talk about the bills. And this podcast is going to be found on wherever you get your podcast, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, the list goes on. So wherever you get your normal audio podcast, you can be able to find this podcast and these episodes are going to be coming out Monday. So every Monday of the week, you hear a new episode from the Buffalo Blitz podcast by Peter DiBiase. And I'm super excited to do this and just dive in and talk some bills. The offseason is just starting. Obviously, us as a Bills fan had a tough ending to the 2021-2022 season, losing in the divisional round of the playoffs to the Kansas City Chiefs. We're going to talk about the 13 seconds, obviously. That was heartbreaking and I don't, I don't know if I want to dive so much into the season because obviously I'm starting the podcast and the offseason starts free agency starting draft is starting so this episode and the reason you clicked on this episode is we're going to start on the offensive side of the ball for free agency so I'm going to break down a lot of the free agency on the offensive side of the ball look this might take me into next Monday as well obviously we'll touch on the defensive side of the ball and the free agency and then uh Future episode as well. We'll get into draft content as well as more offseason. And the good thing about this episode, it comes out every Monday. So we're going to have information through Tuesday through Sunday regarding the Buffalo Bills. And obviously, there's new information brewing. We'll definitely touch base on that. I'm going to have great guests on this podcast. Today's episode is just me. But for future episodes, I'm going to have different guests, hopefully each week, if not every other week. And we're going to dive right into the bill. So today, we're going to be talking about the offensive side of the ball for the Buffalo Bills. Obviously, the Bills have one of the best offenses in the league, and obviously we succeeded through mostly our offense, and obviously our defense broke down against the Chiefs. That would be another episode, but I want to start on free agency. Right now, the Bills are kind of tight against the cap. Um, They don't have a lot of room to work with. Obviously, that's going to change because knowing Brandon Bean, if you guys know Brandon Bean, he loves to spend – and he's going to want to spend, and he's a wizard with the cap. So I bet we're going to see some movement along with the cap, and I bet you it's not just going to be what we're working with right now. Hopefully not. I saw this on Twitter. I'm going to give a quick shout-out to the Air Raid. Obviously, they're part of another network, but they just put this out on Twitter. Some in-house moves that the Bills could do to get to $30 million in cap space. So we're going to work with the $30 million in cap space today. I'm going to give you guys some free agents on the offense Obviously, we're going to break them down and we're going to kind of talk about them and see what you guys think as well um, on the Buffalo Blitz podcast. First episode, I'm super excited to keep talking with you guys. On the flip side, $30 million in cash space. This is how we get to that $30 million in cash space. Stefan Diggs contract extension. That will save $8 million in 2022. That kind of pushes 
his contract back and kind of reworks that deal, makes it more of a signing bonus, which we see a lot in the NFL now with big NFL now with big time players. We're going to see guys have contract extensions or make their money a signing bonus so that it doesn't hit the cap as hard. Cole Beasley pay cut saves two million in 2022. There's two things you can do with this and with the Cole Beasley pay cut. And obviously, I don't want to dive into all of this too much, but quickly, you can cut Cole Beasley. You can quickly cut him, and I'm going to get into that and some guys you can replace him with. Or I think he has to take a pay cut if he wants to be a Buffalo Bill next year. He has one year left on his contract. He was not as productive as he was in years past. Obviously, he had injuries. Obviously, he had that COVID situation and the vaccine situation, which I'm not going to touch and get into. But obviously, that surrounded his uh, season as the Bill. And we obviously we saw towards the end of the year the emergence of Isaiah McKenzie, even though a little inconsistent from time to time, we saw the emergence of Isaiah McKenzie. Dawson Knox extension, no new money in 2022. This just extends and gives you a little more free space in that. Release John Feliciano, seven. That will save $4.2 million, and I think that's a great idea. I'm going to touch base on why I think that's a great idea in a little bit. Darrell Williams, pay cut. Save $3 million in 2022. That creates space. Why do you want to give Darrell Williams a pay cut? I think Darrell Williams is a good offensive lineman. The problem is we gave him a contract to play right tackle. Obviously, that is not what he's doing right now because he's going to be playing right guard. The reason because, obviously, Spencer Brown, the rookie from Northern Iowa. Obviously, I can't wait to talk some draft stuff, guys. I know I'm just going to keep going back and forth, but I'm excited to talk some draft stuff. He's a starting right tackle, and he's going to be the starting right tackle for the Bills for the future. He had a very productive rookie year. Obviously, there was times where he looked like a rookie, and obviously, you're going to have that. But I'm excited to see what Switcher Brown can bring in the future. But because we gave Daryl Williams tackle money or right tackle money, not left tackle money, right tackle money, he's going to be moved inside and play the right guard. And I think he was very productive. If you want to keep him, he's going to have to take a pick up. Mitch Morse extension, similar to the Stiggs and similar to the Knox, say $4 million in 2022. Release AJ Klein. I'm not going to touch on the defensive side of the ball, but if a defense that plays 95% of the time with two linebackers, there's no point of having AJ Klein on the team. And obviously a little offseason news, Tyler Dodson was re-signed to the Buffalo Bills. He's that third linebacker. I think he's good enough to be that third linebacker. Obviously, you could draft a guy. But do you really want to not clear up $5.1 million by releasing A.J. Klein? I think that's a no-brainer. I didn't hate the guy. He was very productive two years ago. Didn't play as much. There's no need not to release A.J. Klein. On the, and two more. Tower Mankovich, the special teams linebacker, pay cut of seven. Save will save two million in 2022. I think he'll take a pay cut. I think that's totally reasonable. Look, I think he's been good on special teams. I don't think he's been great. So I would love for him to take a pay cut and then release Matt Hawk, the punter. Obviously, we know he was super inconsistent. That will save about 1.2 million. I think that's more of your saving money as well as him not being productive. And that gets you to 30 million dollars in the cash space. On the offensive side of the ball, right now, what the Bills starting lineup looks like, and this is including free agents. You have Josh Allen at quarterback. You have Devin Sigmater running back with backup Zach Moss. Matt Breida and Taiwan Jones are both free agents. Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis are the outside. Cole Beasley and I'm going to say McKenzie are on the inside. You're missing that third guy on the outside because obviously Emmanuel Sanders is a free agent. Um, and he's one of the free agents that includes Mitchell Trubisky, Taiwan Jones, Matt Breida, Ryan Bates, who's actually a restricted free agent. I'll get to him in a second. Ike Barnaker. Bobby Hart, Isaiah McKenzie, Emmanuel Sanders, and Jake Kumaro. Excuse me, I forgot. Isaiah McKenzie is a free agent. So right now you have Diggs on the outside. 
Davis on the outside and Beasley inside. I bet you they bring back McKenzie, and I think they should bring back McKenzie. You have Knox and Sweeney at the tight end position, fullback Reggie Gilm, and then on the offensive line, you have Dawkins, but you have a gap at the left guard. You have Mitch Morris at center, right guard Dale Williams, and right tackle Spencer Brown. So the first free agent I want to talk about I want to talk about James Daniels of the guard of the Chicago Bears. James Daniels, guys, is only 24 right now. He started 48 out of 54 games since 2018, which tells me he's been durable. And I think you kind of want a guy to be durable if he's going to be on your guard. And I think you can sign him to be a rotation, um, rotational guard, because I think that's what you're going to do. You have PFF 19. He's 19th out of 63 guards who played at least 50% of snaps last season. So he ranks a little – he's above average guard, guys. Obviously, average is around the 30s. He's 19 out of 63 who played at least 50 snaps – percent of their snaps. I love that as a left guard or right guard for me. He was 18th in run blocking. This is out of the 63 guards that were graded because, obviously, you have to play a certain amount of percentage to be uh, graded for this, 50% of snaps. 18th in run blocking, 25th in pass protection, and – around five to seven million per year could be his contract. I think you can get him on a two-year $12 million contract with a nice little signing bonus. And why I think that's a good idea, look, he was a very good run blocker, and I think that's a good idea. That will be helpful. The Bills obviously need to fix their running game and have more consistent running game for future references. Obviously, you're going to have a solid pass blocker, and I think James Daniels fits that thing. You could go, I think he could get a cheaper contract. I don't know if you have to go two years, 12 million for him. I really don't think, guys. I don't really think you need to go a two-year, $12 million contract to get um, James Daniels. And I think he will be solid on this offensive side of the ball. I think he'll bring you a guard. I do want to bring back Ryan Bates, guys. I do want to bring back Ryan Bates. He's the left guard I want to bring back. What I want to do if you're the Bills online, I want to have Dawkins at the left tackle. Bates at the left guard, Mitch Morris at center, Dale Williams at right guard, and Spencer Brown at right tackle. And then you bring in a James Daniels to be that sixth offensive lineman that can play left guard, that can play right guard. And then maybe if James Daniels is very good, you cut Darrell Williams by training camp, or you keep him as depth and you can have competition for the left guard and right guard. So you have Dawkins who's going to start, your Brown is going to start, Mitch Morris is going to start. Could always draft a center for a future development, third or fourth round, if you really feel like that's the good idea. And then obviously you're going to have Ryan Bates at left guard and then Daryl Williams at right guard. Um, but bringing in James Daniels gives you another, obviously another piece on the O-line and another super talented young O-lineman that has been very non-injury prone, played 48 out of 54 games since 2018. He hasn't missed a ton one or two here or there, that's not the end of the world for your being your third guard. I think you'd go into training camp with Bates, Williams, and James Daniels as the free agent guards you bring in. I think they're going to draft a guard. I really do think they're going to draft, especially an old lineman. I don't know if it's a guard, but I do think it's going to be a guard. If I had to bet my money that it's going to be a guard, I think he would be awesome too. That's another guard. And I think if the Bills, and I think Brandon Bean mentioned this, he wants to get, spend and build this O-line, this O-line needs to get better interior O-line. Browns looks like a future stud at right tackle, and we know how good Deion Dawkins is. Mitch Morse is good, solid center. The Bills need to be better at left guard and right guard, and they need more consistency. I don't need to see John Feliciano coming out every other game. I, I, I never want to see Josh 
John Feliciano really play again. You never want to see Cody Ford play again. Aaron Cromer's coming in as our new offensive line coach. Bills fans, you guys know him. He was our coach about four or five years ago. Obviously, he went to the Rams and was solid there. He's a really good offensive lineman. Coach, we've had one of our best running games years um, or rush yards years under Aaron Cromer, and I'm super excited for that hire. I think that will be something cool for the Bills, and I think they need someone like that, guys. So I'm excited for that. But bringing in James Daniels solidifies another option at left guard and right guard. But, guys, don't don't forget that I want to bring in Ryan Bates back on this team. I think Ryan Bates will be awesome. Guys, just a reminder, you guys are listening to the Buffalo Blitz podcast on the built-in Buffalo Network. I'm Peter DiBiase, and this is my first episode. I know it's just going to be me talking for this episode, but hopefully in future episodes, we're going to have people on, and we're going to talk some Buffalo Bills, because obviously me talking is fun and all, but we also don't want to just me talk the whole time. Um, So we talked about bringing James Daniels, and I think he would be a solid option at left guard. Um. And I, or right guard, honestly. And then you have Bates and Darren. And if you don't want to bring Matt Bates, you can roll with James Daniels and kind of call it a day, guys, if you really want to do that. Kind of moving off the offensive line. Obviously, we're going to dive into free agency more. And once free agency starts, what's going to be cool about this podcast coming out weekly and every Monday on all audio podcasts you can find is that the fact is we can break down what happens in free agency. So if we want to talk about what just happened on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like we could, and we're going to do that. So I'm super excited for something like that because I kind of never got to do that with Talking Sports Podcast. We don't post weekly. We post every couple of weeks. And if you guys want to check this out, just go on YouTube, Google Talking Sports Podcast, but also stick with the built-in Buffalo Network. What a great group of guys. Um, Running back, guys. I think we're going to have to quickly touch on that. Look, Devin Singletary was super productive this year. He was super productive this year at running back. But towards the end of the year, it wasn't a full dose of Devin Singletary. And I think to get this Bills offense from great to, I wouldn't say insane, I guess that's a Super Bowl level. And I think this offense is Super Bowl level. But to take... We want to take pressure off Josh Allen. Well, Diggs is great. Davis is great. I'm going to get to the receiver position in a second. But, guys, we don't need Josh Allen making every single play. Even if we have the threat, and I've said this for two years um, to my friends, to people with the Bills fans, and just to my friends that are even non-Bills fans, guys, um, we need to have a run game that's just a threat. And that starts on the offensive line. Look, James Daniels bringing an 18th run blocker. I think that's huge. Because it helps the run game. And I think if we have more of a consistent, I guess, ground game, we're going to be able to get, I mean, consistent O-line, excuse me, on the interior, not ground game. That will lead to more of a consistent ground game. Guys, Zach Moss ain't it. I'm sorry, guys. Zach Moss ain't it. Um, look, I think he can be. He could be a goal linebacker. I don't think he. I don't think he could be though, because he hasn't shown me enough in his career. He's been a. He's been a healthy scratch a couple times this year, and I don't think Matt Breida's coming back. Look, did Matt Breida when he came and played? He did good things, but I don't think they want to bring him back really. Um, Devin Secretary is going to be that one A back, but I think this Bills type of offense could run in a style of a one A and one B back. Does that what that means is basically a 50-50 snap breakdown. Because I don't think Singletary is a 70, 80% snap running back. 
But people are like, well, we did that with Singletary Moss. Moss just didn't fit, and I don't think it's going to work. And I think there's a tough sp- uh, pill for Brandon Bean to swallow because, obviously, he took him in the third round. He put a lot into him, and he wants him to succeed. Obviously, it's his draft pick, but I don't think it's really going to hit. So I'm thinking of a guy, and I said this on a podcast a couple weeks ago, and a lot of people agreed, Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones was injured for most of 2021. Obviously, that's a little scary on the Ronald Jones front because he was scared. I mean, not scared. Um, he was injured. But in 2020, he had a PFF grade of 86.5, one of the highest grades you can get as a running back, and that was in 14 games. Well, is he the most flashy running back ever? No. Is he going to come cheap? Exactly. He This year, he literally only averaged yards attempt was at 42 he was only three games started. He played in 16. He was kind of a backup role this year. But what, the year before, he was incredible. 978 yards. Average 5.1 yards per carry. That was seventh in the league. And Spotrack, which you guys don't know, gives you like free agency values and like what they think in their contract. Listed him at 2.7 million. Guys, he's not going to be a big contract. So if we want to go cheap and we don't want to draft a running back in the second to fourth round, because I think that's when the running backs can be the most productive, in my opinion. I don't take a running back in the first round. I've never agreed with that. Ronald Jones is that type of guy, guys. Ronald Jones could be that one B back because he's been productive in his career. But do we really want to be that every down back? No, we want to be that one B type of running back. Excuse me. With that being said, there's other options we can do. I'm looking at – you could go a Melvin Gordon route. You could totally go that. Pushing 29, I don't know if he's the guy you really want just because he could be asking for too much. They list him at $5.2 million. That's not horrible. I don't know if you really want a Melvin Gordon. I'm not against it, guys. I'm really not. But am I in love with the idea of Melvin Gordon coming to Buffalo? I do not think so. I do not think so. Melvin Gordon is probably the guy you want. So we're going to, we're going to, we'll stay away from the Melvin Gordon, but a Ronald Jones type of player, I think could be very good for this team. So I think we need a type of guy that kind of fits that mold. And I think Ronald Jones could be that one B running back guys. I'm starting to pull up spot check right now. and just not working. You guys, you guys know how that is. When you uh, try to pull up a website exactly when you need a website and it just doesn't show up. Obviously, we're going to try to be loose and on this podcast and nothing too strict. But, you know, when you try to pull up a website and it just doesn't work. Um, but we'll keep moving on. Look, I think going back to the, quickly going back to the Ronald Jones thing. I love me some Ronald Jones. I think as your 1B running back, I don't think he's a 1A. And I've always said to people, give me a 1A and 1B type of running back in Buffalo. And I think we succeed. Finally, this website's working, guys. You guys know how um, some of these websites, uh, they just don't want to work for you when you really need it. Eh, you're going to have to do what you're going to have to do, guys. On the, the, and just to remind you guys, you listen to the Buffalo Blitz podcast on the Built-In Buffalo Network. Um, Peter DiBiase. Um, there's other running backs. I don't love a ton. I'm also not against drafting, I mean, yeah, excuse me, drafting a running back, I think that's totally an option. Do I see the Bills taking one in the second round? I don't know if that's the best idea 
or the best course of action. But Ronald Jones is one of my guys. Obviously, the Bills are going to have to improve their running backs um, deeply, like deeply. So that's going to be important. As I'm looking through the list of running backs, I have Ronald Jones written down just to give me some information. There's some other good ones. There's not a ton. James Conner. I don't know if I want a James Conner. I don't think that's horrible. Um, I really don't. I don't think I don't think it's bad. Leonard Fournette, Melvin Gordon, you could go. Um, they're not bad. Raheem Mostert, I was on a podcast and they talked about that. I love that idea because Raheem Mostert obviously will come at a cheap price because it's Raheem Mostert. He hasn't been healthy in over a year. I think the Bills could use a guy that burns. He will burn and take top off the defense from the backfield. Like you don't always see that from a lot of running backs. I think Raheem Mostert could be a great guy. And I don't think he would command a ton of money. I think he would command similar to money to what Mr. Ronald Jones is commanding. So I think somebody like that could be a great option. Raheem Mostert in his most recent career, he said he's been productive. 104 rushing yards, 104 rushes, 521 yards in 2020, was injured all of 2021. And then the year before, 772 yards um, on the ground. But those years, he averaged five yards per carry and then 5.6 yards per carry. So he's been a very productive back when he gets his carries. Why not go an avenue where we have Ronald, um, Devin, a Devin Singletary type of running back as well? as a running back in the caliber of Raheem Mostert. One more free agent I kind of want to touch on, and I'm going to keep this video really short because next week, guys, we're going to break down more of the offensive free agents. We're going to break down more of the defensive free agents. We're just going to dive into both sides. I'm going to have a special guest. I'm not going to announce it. Um, We're definitely going to have a guest next week, but this is just a kind of a a bridge episode to start to get get, get the ball rolling. Um, on the Buffalo Blitz podcast, and I'm excited for that. Um, one final free agent I want to talk about on the offensive side of the ball. We talked about James Daniels. We talked about Ronald Jones. And that is Byron Pringle of the Kansas City Chiefs. I really think the Bills need to add a receiver. I am not against the Bills, guys, drafting a receiver in the first round. I am 100% not against that. I think if they get a Jameson Williams, a Garrett Wilson, a Traylon Burks, a Jahan Dotson, um, John Mechie in the later rounds, even a Chris Olave, you take him at that position. I think there's going to be those guys there. It's going to be hard for me to pass up unless you get one of the big interior D linemen or you see a corner drop or something you just can't pass up on on another position. But if you're going to drop the receiver, there's going to be a ton of options in the first round. And I'm not against that because obviously losing Emmanuel Sanders is huge. Um, but I don't think he's going to come back. You're going to have Diggs, and you're going to have Davis on the outside, Beasley, and and then hopefully Isaiah McKenzie comes back. But a guy I like from the Kansas City Chiefs, and one way I want to wrap up the the first episode of the Buffalo Blitz podcast, Byron Pringle, wide receiver, Kansas City Chiefs. He's 28 years old. He had 137.9 pass rating, guys, when targeted this season, second among wide receivers in the NFL. 42 receptions for 568 yards and five touchdowns. Speed guy. He's a speed guy. Look, Diggs, great guy. Great catching, great ability to get open, great after the catch. So was Davis. But the Bills were one of the worst teams after the catch. 
They didn't make enough explosive plays once the receivers caught the ball. That's a problem. The Bills need to be more, a little more, a little more explosive on offense. I think Ronald Jones gets you that because he's a speed guy when it comes to offense, and he's also a great pass catcher outside of offense. So Ronald Jones is a speed guy. I think that would be awesome. And then Byron Pringle, wide receiver, Kansas City Chiefs, another speed guy, 4.46 combine speed. Obviously, we're going a couple years back. $3.2 million salary. Uh, Spotrack gave it on annual average. So we're going on the cheaper side. We're going on the cheaper side. So the guys I basically wanted us to sign tonight are going to be about $11 million in total, and that's three guys. That is James Daniels, guard Chicago Bears, Ronald Jones, and then Byron Pringle. So Byron Pringle gives the Bills some speed on the offensive side of the ball, and I'm super excited to see if the Bills bring a guy on that side of the ball and I think that would be a great option for the Bills. Byron Pringle, cheap option, speed. Not going to be asked to do a lot because you're going to have Cole Beasley and potentially Isaiah McKenzie, and you're going to have Diggs, and you're going to have Davis. But Byron Pringle could be that guy that will take the top off the defense, Deshaun Jackson type of level. And I think the Bills having a guy that's just going to blow by uh, opposing team's corner, and he's going not going to get against the one, the two, maybe not even the three corner. So I think the Bills would love for a, a speed guy, Byron Pringle, comes to mind. There's a couple other guys that you can talk that come to mind. Um, Cedric Wilson is, I think he's an option. I think he's definitely an option. Um, but Byron Pringle is probably, I wouldn't say my top receiver, but I think he's the top value for the Buffalo Bills if you want to go a receiver with speed. Quickly, before we wrap up the episode, I appreciate you guys tuning into the Buffalo Blitz podcast on the built-in Buffalo Network. I'm trying to look up, and then just this website's just giving me, guys, it's giving me a headache tonight. A uh, couple other options. You could go with T.Y. Hilton. I think he might command a little too much, and he's been injured. Do you really want to worry about that? Keenan Cole, mm, don't love that. He'll be with Sammy. Zach Pascal, excuse me, nah, it, was, it wasn't Cedric Wilson. I'm, excuse me, Albert Wilson. Um, I think that will be. Awesome. He only made $3 million last year, and I think he only had 213 yards. He's a guy that fits in the Byron Pringle mode, and I think I would love that. Also, Cedric Wilson as well could be an option. So Cedric Wilson as well as Albert Wilson. Jakeem Grant, I don't know. Don't love that. Chris Conley, I'm not against that. Christian Kirk might command a little too much. He's not what I want to do. There's some guy that if he doesn't can uh, – Command not much on the open market. DJ Chark coming off a major injury to his ACL. Obviously missed the whole year. But, man, he was that number one receiver in Jacksonville. He's super talented. Jacksonville might want to bring him back. Only at 25. If his market value, when the Bills kind of dive into free agency, when Brandon Bean dives into free agency, isn't at an all-time high, I think coming off an injury, I think he could be a great option. Why not having Keaton Cole? So I think Keaton Cole could be that option as well. Maybe um, there's a couple other options. Abulos and Cedric Wilson, those guys ring a bell. But the three guys I wanted to surround this episode on, James Daniels, guard Chicago Bears, Ronald Jones, running back, Timber Bay Buccaneers, and Byron Pringle, wide receiver Chiefs. Those are the three guys I would bring in if I were the Bills. And based on Spotrack, that will give me 
that will make me spend about 12 to 13 million on those three guys on a year to year basis. Um, obviously that number is going to fluctuate a little higher. It could be a little lower based on the market trends, but that is what I'm going to do. Guys, I wanted to try to keep this episode really short and this will, you're going to click on this episode because it's going to be labeled the three guys Peter DiBiase thinks the bill should bring in on the offense. Guys, next week on the episode, we're going to have a couple special guests or a special guest. Hopefully, we can break down the more of the offseason, dive into more fades. You guys, we are just getting started on the Buffalo Blitz podcast on the built-in Buffalo network. I'm super excited to bring this podcast every Monday, as well as continue doing my talk with podcast on YouTube and have a podcast. So if you guys want to check that out, that would be amazing. If not, no worries. Next week's episode, I don't know that, uh, topic yet but we're definitely gonna have a guest have a nice little conversation with a fellow bills content creator and we're gonna keep that going throughout the next couple of weeks and i'm gonna have weekly episodes with people coming on and i'm super excited for that but this episode guys and i appreciate you guys listening we talked about james daniels ronald jones and byron pringle as three guys i think the bills could bring in on the offensive side of the ball until next Monday. Have a good rest of your week. And this was the Buffalo Blitz podcast on the built in Buffalo network. Have a good rest of your week, guys.